What's up guys, it's Coach Bex here. And I hope you're working on a strong body, strong mind, and strong character. Uh, I've got a very special guest here today, all the way from Phuket in Thailand, uh, TEDx speaker, fitness and mindset coach, Kyle Daniels. Kyle Daniels, how are you doing there? I'm excellent, Bex, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. I've had a fantastic start of the week. Uh, so what I know about Kyle is we, sh we share very similar uh, similar traits, uh, both career and extracurricular in the fact that we are both fitness and mindset coaches, albeit different sides of the world. Um, but the, the first thing I notice about Kyle, um, you open his Instagram and you see this, the first thing you see is this massive smile. That's it. The massive, there it is, look at that. The massive smile, um, his positive attitude and his willingness to help other people overcome their limitations. And that's something that I hold very dear to my heart as well. Um, so we've only really known each other from Instagram. Um, kind of yes. shared each other's stuff, like each other's stuff, had a little bit of a chat here and there. Um, but I'm very intrigued by who you are, where you came from, and what it is you want to do in your life. So take it away, to just tell me a bit about yourself and your mission. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm Kyle, and currently living in Thailand, in Phuket. Um, originally from Cape Town, South Africa. Been living in, in Thailand for about three years, my wife and I. Um, I currently teach and do coaching, so that's both physical and mental, uh, mental health. I focus on that. But my main my main goal is to obviously change people's perception about themselves, the inner world, and basically raise 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 their awareness to the challenges that they that they how to overcome the challenges and the limited beliefs so it's more about my focus is on mindset because i've discovered through my own struggles and challenges that the mindset was the key to overcoming those and it's given me a tremendous amount of power when i discovered that ultimately the challenges are not happening that the challenges are happening to me but it's happening to everybody else as well but how do i overcome that and because every moment, moments are coming, moments are going, it's going to be bad times, it's going to be good times, but how do you handle the bad times? How do you prepare for the bad times? How do you think and how do you think and what's the meaning you give to the bad times? So I've actually changed my wording about bad times or problems to challenges because yeah. I see I see life as full of challenges, but challenges present us an opportunity to raise our level our life our standards so yeah so that's basically it i i i i love performing and pushing myself to my limit but ultimately i believe we all have we all have talents we all have a super superhuman power that most people never ever tap into because they've been so conditioned by society by the challenges by life can i, can I call in sorry Sorry, dude. Yeah, sorry, just, no just by saying this is this is mm -hmm. this is a very very big thing. So you see, outward mm -hmm. pressures, environment. Um, so for yourself, yeah. um, yourself, you you grew up in the Cape Flats in Cape Town, uh, Cape Town. Yes, that's um, correct. There was a very big drug and gang culture. Um, mm -hmm. 
and still how is. <laughs> still is yeah yeah and, and how yeah. hard how hard was that for you um when you you're looking for this positive lifestyle but you're surrounded by this how 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 did you stay away from getting involved in that okay so initially it wasn't as easy as it seems right now but growing up i had obviously my parents who were who i could say was structure they provided structure for my sister and i um but if you know a little about south african history is that it was the apartheid time because of the apartheid era um what happens is that we were all segregated so i'm classified as in south africa i'm classified as a colored race so that is obviously outside of Af- outside of south africa i'm black but in south africa i'm not black i'm colored i'm mixed yes yeah. so what that meant is that our, our resources or for at least for our parents were limited mm-hmm. so they never they weren't exposed to many of the resources that we currently have um and what that created standard day growth and ultimately standard the a whole generation a whole culture and that is where the whole big gang gang culture comes in and drugs is that many people don't realize that it's more to life than the right now yeah. because apart it's been over for more than 20 years but the mindset of lack has been created and yeah. people need to break break away from that or break through that in order to actually become or create the life they want yeah. and yeah so for me personally growing up um i faced my, my own way share of challenges um not firstly like i told you the lack of resources um up until mid my mid 20s i'm 30 years going down so up until my mid 20s i was pretty much um lost i would say <laughs> so yeah. about five years ago i was still quite lost um i did graduate from university so sisters and i basically we come from a very big family extended family um i think my parents have like 10 siblings each so but we were the first out of our family to graduate from university that is because I, of i was too you know, <laughs> wow. I, I was also the first person to yeah 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 and yeah. where's where's similar ages? I'm 39 and you're 38. Yeah. Yes. Is it oh. yeah? Oh sorry, you're really there. How did I get that in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so basically like we were the first to graduate from from university and i had this perception before going to university then once i graduate my life will be sorted i'll get a perfect job and that's it um i can become financially stable and life will be perfect but obviously i was oblivious to the fact that life doesn't work that way um that's more to life than just getting a degree so <laughs> mm-hmm. after, after getting my undergraduate degree i realized that it was basically a worthless piece of paper i couldn't find a job I started becoming depressed. I became, I I put on a lot of weight. Um but I knew that I was probably 25 kilograms um heavier. And but I always had this burning desire within myself, knowing that I can do it, but I just didn't know how. And what 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 eventually happened is that I started to just I was just came a time in my in my life where I decided okay, I need to I need to take responsibility for my own life. Um but prior to this event I'll tell you about the part event prior to this particular event that happened um I always blamed my resources that all said yeah if I had gone to a better school I probably would have been further ahead in my life if I had proper role models life probably would have been different so it was always like if I had this if I had that if I was exposed yeah. to this um but then yeah so what happened is that just after graduating I actually got offered a scholarship and then I think I was about probably 23 years old and I needed to make a pitch um basically to tell myself why I think I'm I was perfectly fit for this scholarship and the seemed like an ideal opportunity a perfect opportunity and then on the day of the pitch I completely I completely stuck I was stuttering I could not get a word out and as it is I lost the scholarship and in that moment I was like once again life 
is just handing me handling me a bad set of cards. I thought this was a perfect opportunity after applying for numerous jobs. I was declined and now I get this perfect opportunity to go and study, everything paid for, and then I just blew it. And a little bit later, on that same day, I went to see my sister and we spoke. And she, and after speaking to her, I realized that, you know, life actually life is life is always there's always going to be challenges life is not always going to go your way but i need to assume responsibility for everything that happens to, happens to me and that in that particular moment i realized that i need to stop blaming everything and everyone yeah. and start realizing that it all starts with me and when i started doing that my whole life changed i i went on um i done my honest degree i started volunteering i started training really hard i got featured in men's health i started coaching people and yeah, I even got, I even did a talk on TED Talk. And I mean, this is a guy a couple of years ago, yeah. like froze in front of about 30 people. <laughs> so yeah, my life has changed tremendously over these past years, all because I changed the way I thought about my life, about yeah. the responsibility that I have. You took yeah. ownership. The, the thing I is, I find yeah. there's one thing again that you said that um, sticks right out with me is during our work as a corporate motivational speaker, um, mm-hmm. in the energy sector, so it's a multi-million pound company. And I always start my talk with, it all starts with you. Yeah. But not only does it start with you, it also ends with you. So when yes. we blame resources, when we blame other people, mm-hmm. when we blame the weather, but you know, anything, <laughs> it, it, it renders us powerlessness. That's what's that's exactly. being, being victim mentality, which then puts in a pl- us in a place where we don't think we have any influence on our life, on our situation at all. So that that was a big thing that jumped right out of me there is that it starts with you. Exactly. And it's, exactly. it's perspective too. It is, it's, it's all a matter of perspective. Um, that's another thing, how we choose to see the world based upon mm-hmm. our upbringing, our conditioning, our trials, our tribulations, our, you know, day-to-day living. We, we look at the world in a different way and I know from my upbringing, um, I ran away at age 10 with my sister um, okay. from a very difficult upbringing um, and ran away from my mother, never seen her again for 10 years. So wow. I knew that there was something better for us and I knew that nobody was going to save us and I knew that it was up to me alone to make that move. Yes. So. You know, and I know that mm-hmm. anybody at any point in their life, 10 year old me knows that it's all up to you. If you want to change your life, it can exactly. be done. But you've got to, you've exactly. got to, you've got to make the resources. You've got to get that positive mindset, know that there's something better for you out there. Exactly. I yeah. completely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's basically, um, like you mentioned there now uh, that our condition plays a major major part in who we are and i realized that that's one of the, the the biggest problems like that most people have is that they are judging the world based on their past experience yeah and it's not necessarily a bad thing but it does sometimes limit them on what they think they can do because previously they maybe didn't succeed in something or yeah. they didn't get the results they desired and now they think they're not capable of doing it again not knowing that it's okay to to fall on your face, and sometimes you are going to fall, but yeah. <laughs> but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So it's just about what you tell yourself, and I just started to I, I recreated this whole narrative about my upbringing, and I told myself, you know what, 
um, after I started seeing the results I started getting and I was like I, th- I tell myself sometimes that I, I, I'm able to do whatever I want to do so I speak to myself in a really empowering way like you, you mentioned earlier um, when, we, when we give our power away basically when we blame things and blame people we give our power away so by assuming responsibility I started always trying to find or put myself in an empowering state at all times so whether it means waking up early in the morning and training first thing in the morning I do that religiously yeah six times seven times a week um, yeah. at 5 a.m that is because uh, I know what it does for my mind for my body yeah 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 I'm with you on that um, most days I'm up at 4 30 a.m in the morning if I'm not coaching somebody at the gym I'm training at the gym yeah that's that's my anger and I think a lot of people don't realize that um, they live on autopilot. They get up and they just take whatever exactly. the day throws at them, not thinking that mm-hmm. they are initially the creator. Um, get up, say three things you're grateful for. Like you and I do, get to the gym, get those endorphins flying out. Yep. You know, pay somebody a compliment, open a door for somebody. Talk, talk more about your hopes and dreams and less about how mm-hmm. bad the weather is and about how bad this situation mm-hmm. is because they all, they will condition you and your thought process. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And that is, like, I, I think that is something that, I see there's a, there's a huge movement towards people becoming more aware, self-aware. Um, and, and ultimately, that that is the starting point of any change happening, is yeah. becoming aware. Yeah. Um, but I still see many people who's not aware. They're not aware that maybe something that they are doing, some behaviors, is detrimental to their success or detrimental to the goal that they want to achieve. Yeah. And sometimes it's just looking back at, okay, how, how did what how did my day go? Did I execute everything that I wanted to? Did I achieve what I wanted to achieve? Um, or if I didn't, how can I improve improve it going forward? And what I usually tell my clients is at least once a week, once they set up a routine. Once a week, look at the routine and say, like, what has worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? Because what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for the next. And yeah. like for me, for example, like you said, you were like waking up at 4.30. So do I. I like, I like rising early. But I know many of my clients, they don't like training in the morning. Yeah. Um, because I, I've had some challenges, um, like fitness, fitness challenges, where I would be like, okay, um, so I, I force them out of the comfort zone. So they will have morning sessions and evening sessions. And then after week, they need to look back at wh- how did they feel? Um, what was the benefits of it? If they think it works for them, if, how did they feel throughout the day? And many of them got back to me and said, wow, you know what? They, they felt more energetic, they felt happier. Um, they were singing, life was good. But some of them said, you know what? They still prefer to train in the evening. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. What works for one doesn't necessarily work for the other. But yeah. it's just yeah. about looking at how how can I constantly improve on everything that I'm doing. But to improve, you need to have awareness. You need to look back and see what's working and what's not working. Yeah, yeah. That's that's something I also implement in my corporate work. So as well as mm-hmm. it all starts with you. And I see yeah. what it, what is you? You is the self ultimately. And then, and then we talk about what can you work on within the self, which is going to improve yourself. So self-awareness, self-reflection, self-belief, self-confidence. Yeah. There's many things after the self which you can work on, which is going to help you grow. 
but none of those things you can work on unless you first of all become self-aware exactly it's it, and it all starts with that and I, I totally agree with you that there's there seems to be this shift in the landscape of social media mm-hmm. where there's a lot more thoughtful thought leaders if you will who mm-hmm. are talking about self-awareness who are you know you've got your Tom Billews you've got your Aubrey Marcuses mm-hmm. you've got your, your Gary Vaynerchuk in his own way you've got um, who else you got there Mel Robbins you've got your Tony Robbins and yeah. they're all prompting us to kind of start with yourself look into yourself yes. for the purpose of you having a better life totally agree yep. with that yeah yes and yeah so that's something that's worked for me and also like you know um after like i told you after after about five years ago when i started this entire journey it wasn't i didn't have a clear goal and sometimes people get so stuck on figuring out exactly what it is that they want that they don't ever decide or set a goal because they want the goal to be perfect and what i did is i, I was just like you know what first i'm starting with my weight i want to feel more confident and i started with my weight and as i started i'll be like okay i I'm determined enough. I want to be. I want to be in men's health. So it was always taking the first step and then setting that stretch goal. And as I'm progressing and getting into the routine, I'll be like, I'll set it higher. This is what I'm doing next. So stretch goals plays plays an important role in my life. I constantly set goals where I know. Listen, it's outside of my comfort zone. It's yeah. outside of my ability. It's outside of my skill set. But if it's in alignment with where I want to go. I'm willing to put in the work and learn and start from zero. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mind looking like a fool. <laughs> I don't mind being laughed at or mocked because yeah. I know at the end, I'm going to get there because I'm not yeah. going to stop. I'll keep going and I'll keep going yeah. until I get there. And that's what I tell myself. And I, and I can hype myself up because I've been doing it for so long. So yeah. I've conditioned myself to think in this particular manner. Yeah. And this coming from a guy about five years ago, look at the world in a completely different manner yeah so if i could do this just by continuously conditioning my mind i read yeah. all the time i listen to podcasts um tom Bilyeu, tony robbins i've read several of the books like that's what i do i just immerse myself in in people who's ahead of me um yeah. what 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 they doing what they've done i'm always trying to learn i'm always trying to up my game because i know there's always another level and yeah. there's many more levels ahead of me, but yeah. I need to level up to get there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm constantly aiming to level up. And it, t- and it takes investment. Uh, I, I often think, um, some people think that they should wake up and they should be happy every day. I think some people should wake up and their dreams should come true. They should wake up and everything should fall into place. Like, the, yeah, the law of attraction is nice, but within the law of attraction is the word action. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's okay to sit around wishing for these things to happen, but movement creates the results. It's like we, we got to do that, and it's it's like just like your muscles. You know yourself. It's your mindset mm-hmm. muscle. We got to work on those things. Um, exactly. And I guess that's why we do what we do to try and if people aren't becoming self-aware we're going to be on people's screens to try and ensure that people are aware 
to encourage them exactly. to to explore the possibility that they can have a better life, they can have a better career, they can feel better, they can be happier in some way, but they have to have a plan for it. Exactly. Yeah. But it, that's actually one of my missions is to use my life as an example to show people like what is possible. Because like you said, most people everybody wants something in life everybody has an idea of what the perfect life would be like and or the perfect body or the perfect career but most people aren't willing to put in the work and and that is obviously the downside to it is that they're not willing to put in the work they and what happens in that case is they they try to find the a quick the quickest way the quickest route to get to the goal um, most times it's like a get rich quick, quick scheme or just take this pill and you you can lose all your weight and not necessarily saying that it won't work I'm not saying listen if those pills don't work or whatever won't work but the most important thing of the goal is actually it's actually doing it it's actually going through the journey it's actually growing Who and you become along the way. exactly it's yeah. leveling up yeah. And if you if you are taking that magic pill to lose the weight, but your lifestyle hasn't changed, eventually you're gonna put on the weight again. Yeah. And then what? You need a magic pill again because you have no idea how to drop the weight on your own. Yeah. And that's the same with with uh, um, I always hear stories. Um, I've read a couple of stories about people who win the lotto. They oh, usually yeah. end up. They end up losing all their money within a very short period of time yeah. and that is because they haven't created the wealth themselves yeah. so the, they still have the mindset of lack and yeah. that is what most people have a mindset of lack and by having a mindset of lack they're trying to break other people down they don't want other people to succeed or other people to win because by you doing better or you achieving your goals or your dreams it feels to them like they're failing when yeah. in actual fact everything's in abundance it's just if you like what I've discovered over the past couple of years that there are principles like principles there are principles in nature there are principles in life that yeah. if you follow these rules you can get whatever you want whether it's your dream body whether it's your perfect job whether it's starting your business having a successful business whatever it is successful relationship the principles and i actually learned this by tony robbins or from tony robbins is that um model model the best um the 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 best performers in in the industry or the thing that you want to achieve so whether it's a relationship who's the people you can look at who has a successful relationship yeah. and then see what they are doing yeah. and copy them and you don't have to do it verbatim every single thing see what works for you like once again yeah. the, you have to look at see what's working and what's not working yeah. some people think like, oh you're blinded you're just listening to this guy and now you're following everything he says no you're taking some of the things the knowledge that he has and seeing how you can apply to your own life assimilate yeah. to, to your own life so that you, you will become better 
yeah, yeah. So I'm here. I couldn't agree any more on that. It's like like you, I read, I watch all these guys, and it's you, you take what works for you. You don't have to agree word for word because you can sell a blueprint. Of course you can. These people may have made millions, you know, that buy this million dollar blueprint kind of thing. But their journey was different. Their opportunities were different. And their timeline was different. And I think, again, you're right, there are strategies, obviously, that will work. You can buy them, they will work, but the timeline is going to be different for you. Mm-hmm. And it should be more about who you become, be goal focused, but realize that the goal might not actually be the thing. Because sometimes you get to that goal and you realize that, mm-hmm. shit, it, was, it wasn't even what I wanted it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced that. Yeah. I, that, yeah. actually, that, that actually happened to me, you know, um, when, okay, when I decided to, to get like six pack abs, um, I went hard at it and everything, and then I had the abs and I still wasn't happy with my body. I was, yeah. I, I still wanted, it was okay, I needed to get broader, I needed to, to work on my legs, I needed to, but there was always something else. I wasn't content with where I am until I realized that, you know what, who I became so much more important. I became confident through the journey. Um, I, I realized that, I realized that I actually had, had a special gift to help people, yeah. whether it's physical fitness or mental fitness. Um, I have a gift and that helped me to, to basically nurture and basically share gifts and talents with the world. Yeah. through where we came on that journey. Yeah. So, 100% right, it's not always about the goal. The end goal, we think it's the end goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just about the end goal. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's about who you become and it always, yeah. always, always looking back at yourself and seeing how you can improve in some way. And what, one of the biggest things that I think about with, with my life is it's I always want to leave a situation or somebody or a group of people feeling better about themselves than when they did before they met me. That's that's success to me. Yeah, that is success. I'm, Lamborghinis I'm would be nice, but <laughs> Lamborghinis yeah, would be I'm, nice, but that's nicer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also I love being able to impact people and help people to guide them to actually find their inner peace or help them realize that they are capable of so much more. And it's so rewarding when clients actually tell you, you know what, that maybe the way they've been thinking about things wasn't working, and now since they've adopted a different way of looking at things and looking at themselves and assume responsibility for their life. They're so much more happy, so much more fulfilled, and they actually actually see themselves achieving things and going out and achieving. So yeah, like I completely I'm with 100 percent Fantastic. Yeah. Right, so Kyle, we're gonna round this up. Uh, mm-hmm. if you were to give, we'll round this round this up with one tip that you could give to encourage people to help them overcome their limitations. What would be the number one tip you would give them? My number one tip would be to, to look at the voice within yourself. So we all have this voice within ourselves, our self-talk, um, that self-talk, how we're speaking to ourselves plays a really big role. And if you can create a more empowering way of speaking to yourself, you can actually create a more empowering state which allows you to achieve more, which is really more powerful. And so my number one tip would be to work on your self-talk. And in order to, in order to actually work on your self-talk, you actually need to look at your current narrative and where your narrative comes from. And that is obviously looking at your why, why do you think um, people are going to judge you harshly or you're going to be, you're going to die of embarrassment. So looking at those things and realizing that maybe challenging the way you used to look at those things or yeah. think about those things. So yeah, my number one tip would be working on, on, on your narrative, your personal narrative of who you think you are and what you tell yourself. Love that, and, I love that. And always, always aim to, to use it in a way that empowers you. If it's not empowering you, you should decide. It's pointless. Because yeah. You only have one life, you only have, you only have a couple of things on this planet, on this beautiful planet to yeah. make the best of every moment of every day. And you can, you can only do that if you're in empowering state. So that would be my 
I never want to. Hey man, I love it. Um, <laughs> so that's that's something also that I teach. That's fantastic. Um, in this that voice, there's, there's two, isn't there? We've got the inner critic, which happens to be yeah. a hell of a lot louder than the, the inner coach, mm-hmm. which is the inner coach wants us to thrive, but the voice is yeah. so much quieter. Uh, we, we've got to make sure that the enemy isn't the enemy. Yeah, yeah. The enemy is not the enemy. Make sure that the enemy is not the enemy. Kyle, well, that has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Thanks, Wix. Um, we will definitely catch Wix again. We will, and we may even be doing that in Thailand when I'm there at the end of February. Yes. Let's, let's see yes. how that goes. Overly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to add all of Kyle's um, social tags and stuff like that website, Instagram. Um, you can go and see that uh, beam and smile of his um, and all that positivity. Um, if anything else you like to add before we sign off, dude. Oh, that um, nothing, just the same meaning. <laughs> same I love that. Same I love that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a love.